And now, ladies and gentlemen, the very best pitcher in Major League Baseball, in my mind, is joining this show here on Miami Mic'd Up. Sandy Alcantara taking the time to join us today. Sandy, thank you so much for, for coming on and spending a few minutes with me. Thank you, brother, for inviting me. <laughs> of, co- of course, of course. Well, first question, before we get to baseball, I got to ask you, off the field, outside of work, what is something that's brought you joy recently, something that's made you happy? I mean, I don't know. I think um, it's a lot of things happens. You know, I think uh, the most thing that, that I like to happen to me, you know, is when I got off day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I got a chance to to rest, you know, like try to, to sleep more and, you know, play a video game with my friends. I, lo- I love that. Is it is it playing with video games like online with friends back in the DR? Is it friends from here? Yeah. Yeah. Friend from anywhere, you know, because uh, you gotta play online again. Uh, Hundred players. Wait, wh- all right. So, what's your favorite video game? What do you What are you playing on an off day? I mean, I play uh, PUBG. I don't know if you know it. I don't. PUBG Mobile. Yeah, it is like uh, Call of Duty. Okay, gotcha. Awesome. And so you're playing online with up to 100 players. So people don't even yes. know that they're necessarily in a group with, with the ace, Sandy Alcantara. I, I love the idea that you're <laughs> yeah, just hanging some, out in a group people, with people. Some people know. Some, some people ask me, hey, you Sandy Alcantara from the morning? I say, yes. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. They just say, the, what? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> that's amazing. Well, and so I'm interrupting the video game time. So we'll try to do this as quick as possible so you can get all that, that rest and relaxation in today. Um, well, well, let's talk about it. In my view, last night, the game you pitched uh, against the Cardinals may have been not only your best game for everything that it was, but also the best win for the Marlins this season, considering the circumstances, right? You guys are now six under 500 as opposed to eight under going into this national series. There was the huge ninth inning home run from Avisael Garcia to give you a chance to complete that game. We all saw the look on your face in the top of the ninth inning before everybody scored some runs. Uh, I'm going to put it up here on video, but frustrated, wanting more, maybe headed toward a loss. So do me a favor here. Take me through the emotions from before Avisael Garcia hits the home run and then after Avisael Garcia hits the home run. I mean, yeah, last night, man, was amazing. You know, I think um, I was sitting there in the on the dugout, you know, just thinking on, on win the game, you know, I think I know, I know we, we was down by one room, you know, and, you know, I just was positive because I got too much confidence for my team, you know, so when I saw Garcia hit a home run, I say, oh my God, I got this, you know, you got to go outside and compete and finish the game, you know, and, and last night we, we win the game because of Garcia hit a home run and I put my, my best for my team. Yeah, well, and, and it was amazing to see. And then after that final out, you pointed over at Donnie, who gave you a chance to go continue, not just to go back out for the ninth, but to continue once a couple of runners got on. Um, he said it was the plan when he walked out there to give you one more. I felt like maybe you had to do a little bit of convincing, okay? So could you tell me w- what happened in that conversation between the two of you and, and how it feels to have that level of trust from your manager? I mean, I love that. I, I love when they have, uh, when they trust me or when they trust on me, you know, because I think uh, they had too much confidence on me, you know. So when I saw Danny came, came to the mound last night, you know, I say, all right, let's, let's see what he got today, you know. And he told me, hey, you good? I say, yes, I got this guy. I got it. I got it. And I did it. You know, I think uh, 
I was too too happy to finish the game, you know, because I mean we got the lead and I gotta finish the game. And obviously that that's a big win regardless of of who it was against. But I know there's got to be a little something extra sweet there when you're pitching against the St. Louis Cardinals, a team that was willing to trade you away. So was there a little extra juice going into that game, knowing, hey, these are the guys that that sent me to Miami. You know, I want to prove to them I can beat them. I mean, it's a lot of people say that. I think um, people say I got more angry when I faced uh, my old team. You know, but I think. Uh, that's not that's not that's not the truth, you know. I think uh, I, I just got outside with my same with my same mentality, you know. Just compete and and win the game. I mean, you know, sometimes that not happen, you know. But I gotta keep positive, keep competing, you know. But but it always feel good for me when I face when I face my old team, you know, because um, they was the team who gave me the, the opportunity to sign it for the first time, and who they was the team who gave me the opportunity to to get to the big league in 2017. You know, I feel so happy, so blessed, you know, and I think uh, that's going to be like one of my best memory all the time. No, that's true. You, you know, you can look at them as a team that gave you the opportunity and just enjoy playing them as opposed to the, hey, they traded me away. That's the team that gave me the chance. So that that's a cool way to look at it. And let's yeah. take account of the type of season and type of zone that you're in right now, right? Overall this season, eight and three record, 115 and a third innings pitched by far the most in the league, averaging over seven innings a game. ERA is under two. I'm going to keep going here, okay? Ten straight games of seven innings or more. And this is a big one. In those last ten starts, the Marlins are eight and two. And all but two of those games have come after the Marlins had a loss where you needed to stop a skid with another complete game last night. So what does it feel like when you're in this type of zone to head out to the mound for the first inning of the game? Is there a different level of confidence? And and do you know when you go out there, all right, you know, I got this today? I mean, I think, um, you know, like I say all the time, you know, just want to be able to to go outside every fifth day, you know, and leave my 100% for my team. You know, I think um, every time I get to the mound, you know, I just – got to finish all my game. You know, I think uh, that's the mentality that, that I have, you know, all the time. And I got too much confidence on my team, you know, because they believe in me. I believe in them. You know, we, we lost a couple games. We win a lot of games, you know, but we got to keep competing. We got to keep mm-hmm. competing because we got a, a really good team right now. You know, we got some bad. We got pitching stuff. Uh, they got me. They got Lopez. They got a couple guys behind Lopez, you know. You know, but we gotta we, we gotta keep competing. We gotta keep competing because uh, we're not done yet, and we gotta keep winning the game. Absolutely, as a team, that that's where you guys are at, and and you seem to truly at this point trust every single pitch that you throw. And by that, I mean you, you seem to be willing to throw any pitch at any count, which allows you to be aggressive, even against some of the very best hitters in the game. That even if you fall behind an account you can be aggressive in getting back into the count that also limits your pitch count so at what point because it seems like there's been this this flip that switched for you at some point where you realized oh my stuff is good enough to challenge every single hitter no matter their skill and be aggressive so how important is it to you to be aggressive like that and get ahead in the count oh uh, that's a, a lot you know you said it you know when you got like uh really good stuff, you, you got to take advantage of that. You know, you got to go outside 
you know, try to to attack the hitter, you know, try to to compete. I mean, I don't care who who is on the box or who is next or he, who is hot or not. You know, I got to be outside, you know, compete. You know, that's my mentality. And I think uh, that's the mentality that, that my team has right now. You know, we got, like I said, we got to keep competing, you know, because um, we got a couple more games less, you know, and we got to keep competing and keep winning some games. Well, and like you said there, right, it's a mentality, it's a mindset thing, because I remember earlier in your career, the only question when we would talk to Donnie, when we would talk to Mel, that they had for you was Sandy needs to be aggressive around the zone. Mel kept saying it over and over again. His stuff is great. He's just got to trust himself. And clearly at this point, you do, right? You're I'm the aggressor. They can they can adjust to me. I'm the guy that's going to come out here and be the aggressive. So when that switch flipped for you, was it from advice from coaches like Mel? Was this just simply maturity and being out there enough to now understand that? And as a nice guy like you are, how does that switch get flipped to sort of put on the mean streak during games? I think that start happened since uh, 2019 after the, the Osa game. So you can see my numbers, you know, I've been so aggressive like every fifth day when I take them out, you know. So after the, before I pitch, before my game day, you know, I'm I'm chilling guy, you know, I like laughing, you know, I like talk with the guy, you know, but when, when it's my day, you know, I mean, I don't like talk, you know. Yeah. I, I like be quiet, you know, thinking about my game, you know, and they don't like talk to me, you know, because they, they, they think I'm going to hit on the face or something <laughs> like that, you know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a different guy, you know. I'm like, on my game day, you know, I mean, I don't care who is there or not. You know, I just have to worry about my game. And you think that that going to the All-Star game in 2019, that was the thing that switched for you where you were there with all these great players and it was like, okay, I, I'm one of these guys. Was that was that a big moment for you sort of in terms of your confidence? I think, uh, yeah. I think uh, there, there was something to change my mind when I was there with those guys. You know? But after that, I think I've been doing a great job, you know, try to grow as a man and as a player too, you know, mm-hmm. try to to keep to keep competing, to keep getting better all the time, you know, and like I say, now I am, and I think um, I'm really good right now, and I got to keep doing it. We'll get back to your pitching in, in, in just a second, because I want to go back to your almost your childhood a little bit here. You, as a guy from really early in your career, before the, the big contract that you recently signed, have been giving back to the Dominican Republic. It's something that that has been a big focus for you, I think, from the time you made it to the major leagues. So could you explain to me why that's so important to you and how did growing up in the Dominican Republic mold you into the not only the player but the man that you are today? I think uh, that came from family, you know, because uh, I came from a really poor family. And I think uh, when I think of my family, you know, I think uh, that motivates me to to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, I think um, the best important to me is uh, my family. You know, when I think um, of my family, I think uh, just got to take them out, you know, with my, my family on my mind, you know, and just take care of my business and competing outside. Absolutely. And we know that that baseball is, is such a passion in the Dominican Republic in particular. So what was it like playing there a, a, as a kid? And at what age did you know, like, oh, I, I'm one of the best players out here. This is something I can maybe pursue professionally. So um, I'm start playing baseball since uh, when I was five years old, you know, and I got the opportunity to sign in with 16 years old uh, with San Luis Corona, mm-hmm. you know, 
But when I get that opportunity to sign it for the first time, you know, I just think um, I got to make to the big league, you know. I got to make to the big league, you know, because I know where I came from. I know where my family are, you know, and I know my talent. I think I got uh, really good stuff to to be there with those guys, you know, in the, in the, in the big league, you know. And, you know, I think uh, Pedro Martinez was the, the really, really good mentor for me, you know, because I saw him pitch on the big on, the, on TV, you know, and I say, I got to be like him, you know. <laughs> and God gave me the opportunity to be on the big league in 2017. Then San Luis trained me to, to the morning. And the morning gave me a big opportunity for me. And now I'm here. I think uh, I feel so blessed, you know, and I got to gotta keep giving a thank, thanks God all the time for the opportunity to be here and, and to keep taking care of my family. You know, I was going to ask you if you had any specific role models or players you looked up to, but I guess Pedro was that guy knowing that he was on on TV all the time. Do you have any any specific memories of watching any of his games as a kid that that stand out to you? Yeah, I think uh, Pedro is a bit mental, not just for me. It's for um, for all Latin players and for, for a couple of American players. And, you know, I saw Pedro, you know, like a couple games. Uh, the one game that I most like was uh, when he strike him out 20 batters. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, Janky, I think. So. Yeah. It might have been. I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up. But, yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he was one of those guys who could sit down. I mean, it felt like 20 in a row, right? Make guys look silly. Yeah, and he was so hungry, man. I mean, I think uh, – I saw him when, when the heater look at his face, you know, he pointed to like, when I hear you, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he... mad, man. I mean, and I, and I like that, that mentality. Yeah. I, I think that it's funny because so many, um, and I would say that, you know, I only, right. I only played high school baseball. Right. But I, I have, uh, my, my fiance, I'm, I'm engaged to be married. And the first time that she ever saw me play baseball, she was like, you are a completely different person. When you step on the mound, you're a crazy person. Like you're a crazy competitive monster. And I think that for so many kids like you that are just these nice kids that grew up, but got to see what Pedro could be on the mound of, Oh, he's a nice guy. But once I'm there, I'm locked in. It's sort of like what we're seeing from you right now. And last question here in regard to all that, you know, it's been so cool for me. I've been covering you since since you got here in you know 2017, 2018 and got up to the show. And you've spent so many years here learning English to the point that we can have conversation like this. And I know that that is incredibly, incredibly difficult. I spent a, a number of months actually with the Mets at their academy in the Dominican Republic teaching English, trying trying to help kids learn this way to come over to America. So was it just classes that, that you took that helped you learn here? Did you have maybe like a TV show that you watched or something that helped you out? I know Wilmer Flores watched Friends um, and, and guys will do stuff like that. And how much pride do you take in, in your ability to now conduct interviews in, in English? I think uh, English uh, is uh, really important for, for all the Latin guy. You know, I think uh, because when you get here, you want to have like a, like a hard moment to go outside, you know, like try to to have a conversation and you can't do that you know but for me it was hard you know first year when i get to america you know it was so scary to go outside right because i don't want i don't want anybody to talk to me because i don't know how to answer you know but like you say i mean english is um a really important for for everybody you know and the thing that helped me to to get what i am right now on my english i think uh, i take class then after the class, I'm try. I was trying to have a conversation with uh with my American friend. I think um, that was the 
that thing that helped me to improve my English, you know, because I mean, I, I don't was scared to talk with my friend because if I say something bad, they say, ah, it's not like that. You got to mm-hmm. say this and all the stuff, you know, but now I can have a conversation with you, with anybody, you know. <laughs> It's the bet. Well, and it's important. I mean, to me, in my mind, I think it's also important that we teach the English speaking players and people in organizations Spanish. Right. And I know the Marlins were doing some of that, but it's really important to meet in the middle. It shouldn't just be on you guys to, to come over here and learn this completely new language. So I know that, you know, when I was having conversations with those guys in the DR, a lot of the time it was, hey, just teach me how to order at a restaurant because I want to <laughs> know how to order more than just eggs. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. such a huge part of the hurdle. It's it's one thing to be a young player trying to make it to the major leagues with just baseball on your mind. It's another thing to have to know, you know, a completely new language in a completely new uh, in a completely new country. But it's time to get back to some baseball baseball for a second all right so like I mentioned before uh you don't want to be taken out of games uh I think we made that abundantly clear you said you could throw 130 150 pitches and I want to reiterate something here 79 and two-thirds innings pitched over your last 10 starts with a 1.47 ERA the last guy to do that was Clayton Kershaw seven years ago okay you lead major league baseball in complete games total bulldog mentality throwback to the guys like Roy Halladay and Verlander and Scherzer who were still in this game so why does it matter so much to you that you go deep into the game and why do you think it's so rare for other pitchers to go so deep into the game I mean yeah my mentality all the time is uh go outside and finish the game you know because I mean when I finish the game I think uh I got opportunity to win the game. You know, I mean, I don't want to leave the game anytime. You know, because when I leave the game, you know, it's gonna be hard for for me and for my team. You know, but like I said, you know, just gotta keep competing. You know, and I gotta repeat those decisions. You know, because when they made that decision, I gotta repeat that. You know, but uh, like I said, I don't I don't like when they take me out of the game. You know, because I just wanna finish all my game. <laughs> I don't think your teammates like it either. And I, that means the bullpen guys, too. They were even yesterday making jokes. They're yeah, tweeting they, stuff out. They want they, you out there, too, man. They feel so happy when I finish the game because they don't have to do anything. Yeah, they got the day off. They just get to hang out and watch a good game. I, I told them last night, hey, you guys got to pay me 500 every time I pitch. Oh, I love that. That's the new rule. They got to give you 500 but They give you a portion of their salary so that they don't have to do anything anymore. We could see the look on Brian Anderson's face and Rojas and Stallings when Donnie walked out. It was like, you better not be taking Sandy out of this game. Everybody knew you needed to be there. But all right, tell me this. Because you're a guy who goes so deep into games, right? How often are you trying to set something up early in the game? So for example, you face a hitter in the first inning and you throw mostly fastballs and sinkers. And then you face a guy in the, you know, the second time around and it's mostly changeups so that you know, the third time around, they have no idea what to expect. Is that part of your game? And do you have any examples of an at-bat that, or, or a game that you can remember? Okay, I want to set this guy up early. I mean, the hitter, they, they got to take uh, the advantage during the first three innings. If you don't get your hit, you're done. <laughs> you're I, done love you know? <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know? Because, I mean, after the fifth inning, you know, I just get more aggressive. I just try to to change your mentality you know because i got, i, I want to win the game and we're gonna have a big fight you know but like i say you gotta take advantage during the first three innings you know because after that you're gonna get down 
Dude, that is badass. I love that. I love that so much. Okay, so uh, you and Pablo, right? You guys have grown together through this organization. And and now there's a chance that the two of you could go to the All-Star game together, right? After 2019, you went out there by yourself. How special would it be for you to be able to share an All-Star moment with Pablo in particular? It's going to be amazing. I think uh, Lopez de- deserved to to go there too. You know what I mean? I think he's been uh, doing a great job. You know what I mean? Uh, try to go outside and compete. You know, try to to leave his hundred percent to for the team to win the game. You know, but I mean, he went. He came. He came have like couple bar star. You know, but he he's pretty good. You know, I mean, yeah. He, he got stuff to to be um the the ace too. You know, he's the ace too. You know, but like the number one. You know, right, right. But I think um we gotta keep doing what we're doing. You know, we gotta keep growing together keep competing together and keep being support each other, you know, because I mean, we've been here for five or four years together, you know, and we got to keep doing what we're doing. When you've emerged now as a leader on this team, right? You're, you're one of the guys who's been here for a few years. And I know obviously a few weeks ago, you guys had that, you know, team meeting, but you seemed like a guy who was ready to come out afterward and just go back and compete. Like you've talked about compete, compete, compete. So how do you see yourself as a leader on this team? And how do you manage that as a starting pitcher who only plays every fifth day? You know, does that make it more difficult to be a vocal leader? Or have you sort of found that that mix comfortably? Uh, a leader for me, you know, I think uh, I've been earning, you know, because uh, the job that I've been doing and the time that I have in here, you know, I think uh, I, I win that role. You know, I think the Marlin believe it to me to be the the number one to to keep show the guy behind me. You know that they had to follow my step. You know they had to to see how how to work here to to see how to to stay here in the big league. You know, and you, they gotta see, they gotta follow me. You know, if you're gonna take, if you're gonna have like a really good success, you got you gotta follow my step. You know, because I mean, I'm the guy who's been here for five or six years now. You know, I know how to compete. I know how to to handle the situation. You know, I know how to to go outside and defend my team. You know, what I mean, but like I say, you know, I'm the leader. I'm the leader now, and I gotta keep doing what I'm doing. It's like the uh, I'm the captain now. It's the uh, you know, like the meme. <laughs> the that I'm movie. the captain now. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, movie. like the movie. I'm the I'm the leader now. It's just like that. Uh, well, and you're getting so much praise nationally, right? From from the guys on MLB Network. We saw Jake Peavy say you're the best in the game. So, how do you process that and sort of keep yourself humble, or do you let it do you let it motivate you, or do you try to just sort of block out the rest of the noise? I mean, I don't care what people say. You know, I mean, I mean, but. If they say I'm the the best pitcher right now, you know, they say it. I don't have to think about <laughs> it. You know, I just have to think about it. You know, on my routine, you know, on my game day, you know, I just gotta across the line and compete. You know what I mean? Yep. If they say I wanna win the Sion, I wanna win the, the MVP or I'm the best pitcher, you know, they said it. You know, I mean I don't got that on my mind, you know. I'm I'm positive right now and I just wanna compete. Well, all right. So I've got some quick questions for you. We're going to do rapid fire before I have a couple more at the very end, and we'll we'll wrap this up for you, okay? So the first quick question, hypothetical. Babe Ruth gets put in a time machine. You're facing Babe Ruth 10 times. What happens in those 10 at-bats? Maybe a lot of things happens. (laughs) 
Yeah, we, maybe a couple strikeouts, maybe a couple homers. Ah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We know it's 10 strikeouts. We know you want to say 10 strikeouts. I mean, I, I will. <laughs> but he, he's re- he was really good, you know. I think uh, Baby Ru was a, was a legend, you know. I yeah. think it, it's going to be like a big five for me and for him. I love it. We're, we're saying 10 strikeouts. All right. Favorite, favorite music. I know your favorite uh, English artist is Drake. So I want your three favorite Drake songs. Do you have three favorite songs or do you have a favorite song? Just one? From, uh, I got just one favorite song. I uh, got plan. I don't know if you hear. Of course. Of course. Drake. I love that song, you know, because uh, he show how, how humble he is, you know, and I think uh, that's going to be part of myself too. Or maybe we'll name that and maybe we'll name the episode God's Plan. Uh, yeah. f- favorite TV show? I don't have a favorite TV show. You no. know, I don't like watching TV. Okay. See, that's good to know that we've learned something else. I'm giving you four hitters to face. Freddie Freeman, Bryce Harper, Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna. Who's the toughest hitter of those four guys to face? Uh, I think, um, damn. I know. Those four, they are really good, man. You I know, know they, they are. Make, that's, I, that's, that's why I made it a tough question on purpose. They make me work a lot. <laughs> yeah. Do you have one that's the uh, toughest? Can I, can I take two? Yeah, take two. Uh, I take Juan Soto and Freddie Freeman. Juan Soto and Freddie Freeman. Two but lefties. Between Juan Soto and Freeman, I take Freeman. Wow. So Freeman would be the toughest hitter to face of all the guys yeah. that you face. But I got to pick two. Juan Soto and Freeman. Okay. All right. I'll leave it at that. Uh, who is your best friend inside the locker room off the field? Um, I think Lopez. Pablo Lopez. Love yeah, to hear Pablo it. Lopez. He, he always talked to me. He always be close to me. And I think we, we are our best friend oh. on the field and outside the field. That, that makes me so happy. And I know that's going to make Marlins fans very happy. Uh, off the field, would you describe yourself as somebody who's like the life of the party? Or you just kind of want to hang out and watch everybody else have fun? I mean, I'm chilling guy. You know what I mean? I, I like sitting and watch everybody do something. I love it. Uh, if, you, if you were an animal, what type of animal would you be? Uh, the lions. Yeah, that's the, 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 the captain, the, the leader, the, the king, king of, of the, the jungle. jungle. There we go. All right. Uh, my favorite Dominican slang is Keloke. What's your favorite Dominican slang? Dímelo. And last question for you on here. Um, what is the best feeling you've ever had on a baseball field? My best feeling um, was when I throw my first complete game. Against the Mets? Ago. Yeah, that, again, the Mets. Yeah. I remember that one. That so it's so funny. I almost brought up that game. For me, that's when that switch flipped for you. I remember when that game happened. I was like, oh, that's an thing. I uh-huh. think it was the yeah. very very end of the season, and I was like, oh, <laughs> Sandy really can be an ace. That was that was an unbelievable game, and I'm I'm glad to hear that that was one of those moments. Okay, I want to do a little bit of of hope trafficking because obviously this this season has been a bit frustrating from a wins and losses perspective as a team, right? But you yourself have had no doubt the best season of your career. So how do you sort of when the main goal is to win as a team, how do you sort of keep the balance between having a somewhat disappointing overall season and such a great season individually? Yeah, man, I think uh, we have a, a really good team right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we, we lost uh, 
couple game, you know, we win a couple game, you know, but like I said early, you know, it, we, we just start the season. I think um, we got to keep doing what we're doing, keep competing, keep winning the game. You know what I mean? So sometimes you want to have like a tough day, you know, but you don't have to think about it. You know, you got to have a fresh mentality, you know, because every time you, you fail, you want to step up, you know, because this game, you want to have like an up and down. You know, this is like an elevator. You know, you want to be there and you got to go down. Yep. But like I say, I mean, we got to keep keep doing what we're doing, you know, because we, we know we can win game. You know? And I'll give you some hope here, right? Through 74 games, you guys have played 74 games. This Marlins team is only one game worse than the 2003 Marlins that ended up going on to win the World Series with a great second half, right? So given where you guys are right now, six games under with 17 games before the All-Star break, what do you think needs to change for you guys to start that spark and to start winning games like you believe that you can? I know. Um, we believe. We believe. You know, I think uh, everything when to happen when, um, we get, when we get hot, when the heater get hot. You know, I think uh, we got back to... to to compete, I think uh, we got Soler Garcia, uh, Aggie, mm-hmm. we got um, Cooper, Anderson, Migi. Those guys, when they get hot, we're gonna win a lot of games. You know, that's why we we have like a positive mentality because we know we can we can compete and win the game. All right. So last question for you: Are you the best pitcher in Major League Baseball? <laughs> I don't know why people ask me that. <laughs> because because they want you to say yes. That's why we want I mean, you to say, all right. Want, they, they, want to, they want me to say yes, but I, I will not say that. Okay, so fine. So then how about this? Instead of making you say that, why don't you give me your best pitch as to why you should start for the National League in the All-Star game? I mean, I, I will feel happy, you know, if I'm starting the game, you know. But they, they gotta make that decision. You know, I'm here with the money. You know, I gotta I gotta keep doing what we're doing. But like you say, I mean, I don't I don't like to say I'm the best pitcher in the on the league right now, you know, because when you say that you wanna have like a really bad look, you know. Yeah. But I gotta keep doing what I'm doing. You know, if the guys say I'm the best, you know, they said it. That that no come from my mouth, you know, and I gotta keep humble, you know, keep competing, keep doing my job. I feel like this is the perfect mix with you, man. You get to, you know, you're the best, but you're humble enough to let everybody else say it for you. And here's what yeah, I'll say. If they said it, they said it. Here's what I'll say. I'm with the guys over at Fish Stripes. I think we should be thinking beyond a Cy Young Award. I think we should be thinking about Sandy Alcantara for the MVP of the National League if he keeps this up. Sandy, dude, I kept you for longer than I said I would. I'm so thankful that you spent all this time with us here on Miami Mic'd Up. I know Marlins fans are going to appreciate it. So thank you so much, man, for having this conversation. Thank you, brother, for having the time to talk to me. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thank you, brother. Thank you for listening to Bally Sports Florida's Miami Mic'd Up with me, Jeremy Taché. And a special thank you to our national sponsor in Southeast Toyota, Visit your local Toyota dealers or toyota.com today and take advantage of the amazing deals on their full line of vehicles. No matter your destination, Toyota goes with you. Toyota, let's go places. (laughs) 